2: It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a good song. Kate McCartney. Kate McLennan. Welcome to the first Only Wrong Answers of 2020.
3: Oh my goodness.
2: It's a brand new year.
1: (laughs) First cab off the rank, 2020. What a year it's going to be. Oh goodness me. the The last time we recorded one was in December of 2019. That's true. And Absolutely I think correct. possibly we did release one in January, but this is the first of the year that we've actually yeah. managed to record with any degree of success. So, yeah, well, here look, we, are. we
2: haven't finished yet. No, it's true. <laughs> uh, we do have Greg in the uh, room, though.
1: So that means Greg's like, here. hopefully Greggy will, Greggy will sort it out because he he um, refused to let us release the last two <laughs> because he couldn't put his name to it. Yeah. <laughs> He's well, got I very
2: exacting standards. I don't care. No one gives a you shit, mate. But then again, I was,
1: then again, we also listened to it and it, it did sound like. Well, it just goes.
3: Mm. 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 It's like the a end buzz. of a, like
1: a modern horror film when things are going back
2: <laughs> in the back. But here we are, first released episode of 2020, Kate McCartney. What's been happening, babe? Just, I don't know. I bought a bookshelf. You did? And using the vertical space in your house? I
1: have. I'm using mm. the vertical space. I'm mm. using the um the y-axis mm. as okay. opposed to just the X and the Z. Mm. That's a little computer joke. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm uh yeah, no, and I what else have I done? I, I learnt to I learnt to make a sort of a salmon dish in a mm-hmm. baking tray, a baked salmon. Yep. Um, you've expanded your I've repertoire expanded my and now it includes my repertoire is a salmon dish in a tray a baked salmon mm. um what about you
2: well um i turned 40 oh <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> oh goodness she's old now uh, <laughs> oh. i look at the start of at the start of this year i turned 40 on the 4th of january i was like Okay, 2020 is the year that I turn 40. Yeah, and it was tough.
1: I bet it was.
2: Oh, yeah, it was tough. It was a tough start to the
1: year. And were you saying that was the defining feature of 2020 for you? Yeah, absolutely. Same with me. I'm turning 20 in in um 40. I'm turning 40. 40. (laughs) Not turning, oh, I do have 20. amazing skin tone though. <laughs> and that comes from being an introvert who only watched The West Wing for 10 years mm. by herself you in an apartment. You stayed in out Brunswick. of that sun. didn't You stayed out of the sun.
3: Mm, you do. Bearing
1: antisocial and depressed. Mm. You should all get on board with that skincare mm. regime. Mm. Start early. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about? You're turning 40. I am turning 40. Yeah, and that's it. That's, that's it for the, me.
2: That's the hurdle. Bookshelf salmon turning 40, 2020, mm. done. Yeah, that's I all mean, that's happened I, this year. I've had some other stuff go on hey in you. 2020. What's that? I bought some bulbs. Oh, yeah. And I planted some bulbs, which I've got some daffodils popping up in my garden. That's nice. So that's something that's been happening. What else has been happening? Has anything else been happening in 2020? I don't think so. Turn 40, pop some bulbs in, you got a bookshelf. You bake some salmon. Okay, should we get That's into some it. questions? Let's do it.
1: Christine's written in, hmm. first cab off the rank, and she hmm. says, Hello, Kate's exclamation mark. So, comma, part time staff at work will ask Okay, so part time staff at work will ask me if I need them to come in on their non regular days. Hey, I did it. Very good. when there isn't a lot of work, I simply say, No, you won't be needed tomorrow. But I've been told that's not very tactful. Mm. I didn't think I was being harsh or mean. Mm. Thought I would seek your professional advice and ask what could I say instead that will have more tact.
2: Well, thank you, Christine. Thank you for reaching out, Christine, and thank you for acknowledging that this is a professional podcast offering professional advice. That's exactly what we're that's doing. very kind of you. Yeah. Um, now, Christine, mm. I look. I don't have. Um, I don't have any criticism of what you have been saying. I think what you've been saying is direct to the point, no mucking around. Yeah, I'm a bit confused about what else they need from you. What's like their you, fucking problem? What is
1: it? I mean, honest to God, but what is their problem? Aside because from, you, said,
2: you know, needing job security and a regular income that they can, you know, use to keep a roof over their head and food in their mouths and, and their the heat and on. Aside from that, what more... Do they want from you? Do they want a fucking fucking pink bow wrapped around a little fluffy box? Like what? Uh, uh, Do they want a fucking lollipop? What do they want? I'm not quite
1: sure. I mean, like, I don't know. I've worked in Do they want a scented candle? I mean, you may you're a. Nothing wrong with scented candles. You're a good boss. Um, You. Kate McLendon, where mm. did you used to you used to work in customer service? I, I feel like this do. is sort of a bit customer servicey. Yeah, might not be.
2: I did used to work in customer service. Where did you work? Um, I worked at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Um, called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh. And I worked there from the age of 15 through to 19 and a half. So you were seasoned. Very seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't reveal any of those secrets and I resent the fact that you've brought up, you, you, you raised the topic of me working at, as we previously discussed, a very happy job that I had. Yeah, you were good at it, you were dredged you? Up, you're dredging up these fond memories all with the explicit purpose of finding out what the Colonel's secret recipe just is and I'm home. not going to break that oath, once, that blood oath.
1: <laughs> when you signed a KFC, in the book of the once, dead. That's
2: exactly right. At fourteen <laughs> and nine months, I signed a contract for three dollars seventy-five an hour. Yeah, and Colonel Sanders parted. fucking rose up from a cauldron at a crack in no, the earth.
0: Well,
2: never. <laughs> and I'm not going to reveal. I will take. God
1: damn it. Those I almost had him. Well shut down the podcast.
2: seasoning to my grave. God, you're loyal. Christine.
1: Christine. Um, I, I sort of don't know what else you're supposed to say to these people. I don't, it sounds like, yeah, sure, this is a pretty stressful time. So presumably, Christine, you work in some sort of industry that may very well be affected by this and that could be concerning them. Maybe you maybe you own an airline. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe you, Christine, mm. your real name is Richard Branson. Or indeed, maybe the employee that's harassing her is Richard Branson. <laughs> he, he, he might be, <laughs> he's ringing her up and he's like, <laughs> Do you want me to come in tomorrow, Christine? Christine, <laughs> I'm not rostered on. And she's like, It's okay. No, Richard, no, you, no, you, you won't, won't be needed, be needed tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> He's like, a bit fucking harsh, Christine. You're like, I will
1: text you, Richard, when we need you. Go but back you to want your me island. to Come in,
2: run a vac over the floor in the part of lounge. Do you want me to give like? Dole out the little tubs of margarine, the 85-gram Give the overhead lockers a bit of a scrub. Get out a sanitising wipe. Give the seat pockets a bit of a go. Get a nozzle of a vacuum cleaner and then give it a really good. I'm prepared to come in and do that on my day off, Christine. And she's like, Richard, fuck off. But she hasn't said that, has she? Your airline is in administration. You won't be needed tomorrow i think christine's very being very diplomatic if anything
1: i don't think you're being harsh or mean with richard branson i think you're being entirely professional and that is my professional advice as someone who has
2: worked at dangerfield you understand how to communicate with people don't you i do yeah
1: i once worked in a restaurant and i dropped a hundred dollars worth of fish on someone's (laughs) lap
2: all right, next question. Right. Next question. I think we've sufficiently answered that for Christine. All right, so hi, Kate. Love the show. I'm a homosexual man living with my homosexual partner of five years. That's how it works. I've been working from home and my partner's cafe is about to close, Uh-oh. which means we're going to be spending a lot more time together. Do you have any advice on how a couple can self-isolate together without getting to the point where you want to smash the fishbowl out of rage and inevitably breaking up? Thanks, Kate's Love Gay Worried about his relationship. Great. So when did Gay Worried send this? He reached out to us on the 30th, uh, sorry, 20th of March.
1: Okay. So in many ways that email was like him going to the doctor for a mental health plan. Yes. And then our reply to it is when you're finally able to get in with that's the psychologist, right. which is
2: eight weeks
1: after you needed the help. Well,
2: March, hang on, April, May, June. That's actually 12 weeks. Okay. Well, that's,
1: that's even It's more like true when I had the
2: miscarriage and okay. I went and I had a chat to the doctor and I said, she said, do you think you should chat to someone and I went probably and then I finally got around to making the appointment and lo and behold, the day that I made the appointment was the day like that the pandemic was declared. And she's mm-hmm. like, what do you want to talk about? And I was like, wow. <laughs> 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 yeah. It just, oh, why don't we just talk about how it just took me 16 minutes to get from my car <laughs> to your office <laughs> because I was so tired let just drill down on that. For this is not
1: a story minutes. that is likely going to make the make the podcast. But the last time I went to get a mental health plan, <music> at which point the doctor went, "So maybe you're not as okay as I thought."
2: We <laughs> cannot cut it out. We have to leave it in. If you cut that out, I will never speak to you again. <laughs>
1: My feeling is like much, like much like, you know, if it's been 12 weeks and you're finally in with a psychologist, you've already moved through whatever it was that was yeah. happening. I assume you guys have broken up in which yeah, case great. you
2: probably have. Great. As, as we've said many times on this podcast. Yeah. Our, as,
3: as, our is, as is embroidered on podcast. all our merch. That's
2: right. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. We're big, we're is big he a man? advocates. Yes, he is. Leave him. Leaving. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. I hope you're doing well as a single gal out there. Well, do we have anything else to say? To no, 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 no. I'm just really happy gay for him. worried about his relationship. You're, you're well, happy have, that he's
1: free. You, you know what you did? You, you saved yourself. You, you're like, I don't know, someone in a film who thinks that they want one thing. It's that ego, super ego thing. You thought you wanted one thing, which was to stay with your partner. And actually, what you realised within that time, I don't really know what a superego is, but I'm going to keep going. Um, mm. And then eventually you realised you didn't want him
2: and you broke up with him. And that's what a superego is. Okay. I got it. Professional advice professional and free. Free is the important thing to note here, I'd yes. say. Yes. All right. Should we go to the next question?
1: They should include us in mental health plans. <laughs>
2: Next question. Here we go. Medicare rebate.
3: <laughs>
2: Re-Kate? Did, you, re, re, I'm so did sorry. you just say re-Kate? <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, just, I'm late. So, no, I'm proud of you. Thank you. you. Just, that was a pun. It's the first time I've done a That's pun. It's the first time I've ever done a pun. You know I'm a big fan of a pun. I don't like them. I know you don't. I feel very dirty and uncomfortable. I have to go strip off. All right. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. The funny. next
1: person who mm-hmm. has given us their name yep. is Adrian. Mm. And Adrian says, Hello. Mm. I have fallen in love from afar with a beautiful woman in are parentheses.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's call her K, mm. who doesn't even know I exist. Mm. What do I need to do to sweep her off her feet and make her mine? Thanks, Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. You stay the fuck away from her. Leave her alone. You creepy cunt. If you go anywhere near her, she is legally
2: allowed to
1: go at you with a machete.
2: She probably does know you exist, Adrian. She is well fucking aware that you exist, and she has created a series of boundaries and obstacles and walls just so you can stay the fuck away from her because she. That's right. Her life is a duck's
1: vagina of
2: barriers (laughs) to keep you away. Just And these last three words in that sentence, make her mine. The fuck are what, you talking about, mate? She's not a fucking she's not a Pilates ring. That's right. She's not a fucking lawnmower from fucking Bunnings, mate. You're, you're not a fucking
1: you're not a fucking twenty two year old beautician with a bit of money from their parents who wants to buy their first apartment. This is
2: not when we're, we're, we're not a step by step fucking advice podcast on how to fucking stalk and harass someone, Adrian. You can't have her. Get over yourself, but we need to offer Adrian a solution. and An alternative. What's he going to do with his life? Um, he's did with you like his life. I, did you like how I switched there so quickly? That was really, that was. I was incredibly invested and then I just flicked it off. Like I don't care about Adrian. It's almost like you don't care about Adrian. It's almost like that. Almost. But I do. I want the best for all of our Listeners, you need Let's a hobby. You need a hobby. Well, Adrian. I mean, maybe,
1: maybe if we call if it's a K, maybe it's a Komodo dragon. Maybe he's just a big lizard nut, and he just oh, well, wants a Komodo dragon.
2: That's a different spin, isn't it? Yeah, Komodo dragons—they're the ones with. So you think he's in love with a Komodo? dragon and I don't think he's.
1: I think he's. A, I think he's trying to get into exotic
2: exotic pets. Right. And he wants to sweep the Komodo dragon off her of feet. Chicken carcass. Okay.
1: Chicken carcass, but mm-hmm. to be quite honest. She knows you exist because she's bitten you. She's stalking you and she's waiting for you to succumb she's, to her
2: venom. You are her prey, Adrian. You're going to
3: die, you Adrian. You think she
2: doesn't know you exist? She fucking does. And she's coming for you. The cat wants to get in. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've dealt with that. Um, Go fuck yourself, Adrian. Okay, next question is from someone called Emma. Hmm. Emma says, hello, Kate and Kate. Actually, she says, hello, Kate and care. Oh. She's, help, my cat will not stop weighing on the couch. At least once a month she would do this. I've taken her to the vet and I've used all the expensive pheromones that are meant to prevent this, but nothing will work. Sometimes she does it while staring at me. Mm, pow, pow. The situation has become dire. I know you are both cat experts, so any tips or advice will be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Also, if you can help get rid of the smell, that would also be appreciated. So thank you too for that again or something. Also, I love her so much. I will not give her away. I'm also drinking wine. My name is Luna. Oh, Sorry, her name is Luna. Thank you, Emma. All right. What do we think about
1: this question for me? Okay. Well, I can tell you, Emma, that cat urine is like it's a three-pronged thing, which is why it's really hard to get rid of. It's like an acid and a base and it's also oily. So I think you have to use some sort of enzyme spray to get the smell off but it's never going to work that smell's going to be with you forever and you're going to it's going to haunt your space um long after you're dead.
2: Mm. Um I don't have a cat but I read an article recently mm. which I'm very fired up about. Did you know that a household cat in Australia eats on average 72 different Animals a year, like native wildlife, it will kill seventy-two different types of native wildlife
1: a year. I mean, I did know that because you have been telling me that since you learnt that fact. You have told me every single day, and then you've stared at me, and there's been silence.
2: Yes, because I don't understand how you can be a conservationist, how you can care about the environment. Never said I was cat. Sure, because Because my cat lives indoors, but you 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 like cats, and beans is a killer. Just anyone can look at her and see she's a killer. She has brought in one bird, but
1: it looked pretty dead already. It was a minor bird. It was a minor bird.
2: That's okay then. Yeah, it's fine, isn't minor it? Minor birds are not good. But other people, like Emma, for example, mm. I feel like you should take this as a sign. Yeah. You need to burn the couch. Kill the couch. She said she didn't want to give the cat away. She didn't say anything about, about burning the cat, the cat, burning yeah. the cat.
1: I reckon you. I mean, listen. There's been a lot of people who tried really hard to domesticate um, native animals. Mm. Obviously, you've got dingoes, which, and the other ones that I've got a I've got a website site up at the moment that says like different ones that you can have success. People have had success Um, like a short finned for eel.
2: Get an eel. Go, get an eel. Get an eel, Emma. Why wouldn't you get an eel? An eel is not going to fucking stare you down and piss on your cat. It absolutely will stare you down because it doesn't have eyelids. But, you know, get yourself an eel, Emma. I think that's going to solve your problem,
1: Emma. Beautiful little eel. Delightful, snuggly eel.
2: Loves it. How much does an eel set you back these (laughs) days?
1: (laughs) Here's another animal that you can, Australian animal that you can apparently domesticate very successfully Cassowary. Oh, beautiful. Have a cassowary Amazing in your flightless house. flightless bird. Pop that it can, in your flat. You can launch up on its hind legs
2: and kick out your sternum. They're the ones like the big, the big um, like a big um, turkey. Yeah. Claws like a raptor. Massive turkey. Dinosaur turkey.
0: Yeah, dinosaur. Beautiful.
2: Dino Get one turkey. of them. Get one of those. Again, that, I don't think that'll piss on your couch. No problem
1: there. No problem. It was not going to piss on your couch at all.
2: No. It's probably just does little pellets.
1: Um, Thylacine is apparently another one. A lot of success domesticating. When was this website made? Oh, oh, 1878. I see. Jeez. I thought. A killer whale is the next one. All right. You need a pull for did that. Did
2: you make this website? <laughs> I did Was this one of yours that you made late at night after couldn't, you'd had I couldn't, I, a couple of wines? Was I mean, this it, does, you it does feel on brand this? for me,
1: doesn't it? But no, but I am going to save it to You're my sure favourites. You sure
2: haven't just like opened up a folder? <laughs> This is my hopes and dreams folder. Like a segment that you had on Triple R in 2000. (laughs) Tonight I dreamed I had a killer whale in my bathtub. All right. All right. What's the next question?
1: Hi, Kate, says Hmm. Edward. My boyfriend is always hanging out with his ex-boyfriend. I'm trying to be okay with it, but it feels like it's happening a lot. Is it fine to tell how I feel about how I feel? Use it. I'll try again. No, I think this is how the words are. I think that is are. how it's Is it written? fine
2: to tell how I feel about how I feel? It is fine to tell how you feel about how you feel, Edward. Don't let anyone not ever tell you to feel not how you feel, Phil. Okay? Continue the question, Kate McCartney.
1: P.S. We are both men, so I guess I'm just asking in this case who leaves who. I mean, there we go. Thank you. Edward.
2: So yeah. Edward's asking. Well, I think we know the answer.
1: Well, okay, so this was oh, this was in February. February. <laughs> so they are absolutely fucking other people by this point. Um, and I assume the the ex boyfriend the boyfriend, the ex boyfriend is now deep inside his ex ex boyfriend. So look, great stuff.
2: I think by now what's probably happened is Edward is probably seeing a lot of the ex ex boyfriend. That's true. Perhaps it's gone full circle. Perhaps mm. Edward's moved it's on It's just to like Elton John new. sang. That Elton John like, sang.
1: No, how he sang it, the circle of life. Edward. Edward.
2: Leave him. Leave him. Okay? And as I said, always feel how you want to feel. You Don't what? let anyone tell you
3: how but you're, you feel, firstly not you're a how boyf- you feel.
2: Firstly, you're a boyfriend. <laughs> you're a boyfriend. I'll try
1: that again. You're a gay mm. and you don't. Have to do anything that the straights tell you to do because, as we all know, the only thing that straight people ever created that was good is gay people. That's it.
2: Oh, bit harsh, bit harsh, Kate. I'm very offended. Mm, well, I'm very offended.
1: I'm so sorry that I've offended you. Um, my.
2: So you're mm-hmm. saying it's fine for Edward's ex. I just don't, I just, I
1: mean, like, maybe I'm coming coming to it from a a much more sort of lady queer perspective, but, like, everyone's friends with their exes. Mm. And also, who is queer that's in a
2: monogamous relationship? I'm
1: not in a, I'm in a monogamous relationship.
2: You're not in a monogamous. No, I am. I was going to say, like, Mm. I haven't seen much else going on. (laughs) I mean, it'd be hard to in the pandemic, yeah, of course. It would be hard. The little pandemic. Why won't,
1: why won't, why won't people think of the throuples? Why Won't the government think of the thruples? Poor thruples.
2: Thruple trouble. Hi. 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 My sons fight over who gets to play songs from their phones in the car whenever I'm driving them anywhere and they play the shittiest music. It's the worst. How long do I have to wait before I put a stop to this and tell them how miserable their awful and disappointing selections make me feel? They're 17 and 20. Thanks from Eric.
1: Oh, God. I'm so sorry that you're 17 and 20-year-old, isn't it? 20-year-olds aren't playing the fucking dead Kennedys, you shit-cunt Gen X piece of
3: work. I fucking... I fucking hate Gen x dudes. (laughs) You just.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry that the internet exists now and people can access music differently to the way you did. I'm sorry that they all don't have to go on the Sandringham line into the city and go to the one CD store and get their music and look at the, you know, buy one CD single and then look at the cover for like another 15 months before they go back in and grab another CD. But that doesn't mean that that music's any better than the music that's out now. It just means that you didn't have access to a lot more music then. You know, fucking good music didn't stop when the fucking Pixies broke up, mate. Not that they ever really broke up, but they didn't stop then. It kept going. You fucking get off your high horse and accept the collapse of high culture and low culture. Oh, and also make way for fucking. Still going. Yep. <laughs> Like anyone in music that is a woman, that isn't white, that's queer. You fucking obsessed with the fucking joy division and fucking.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot.
1: Fucking
2: <laughs> this is keep going, please. This is like a deleted scene from High Fidelity, isn't it? <laughs> well, just no, but they're a fucking deleted like scene a, from
1: High Fidelity. Uh, Those dudes are a fucking yeah,
2: deleted scene from yeah. High Fidelity.
1: Yeah. It's like I hate I've them just, so much. It's like, I've like they've got amazing <laughs> taste and just because you can fucking dance to something, all of a sudden it's terrible music. Just because. Fucking Megan the Stallion exists. I don't know what my point about Megan the Stallion was, except she's really good.
2: Who's Megan the Stallion?
1: Megan the Stallion. Who's
2: Megan the Stallion? She's a very
1: talented musical artist. Just because you don't understand her, yeah, I agree with everything you've said. Really? Because I was, I got a bit hazy there in the middle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't say. I can't say
1: I necessarily followed if, along with look, what I'm saying.
2: The bits that I was listening to, I absolutely agreed with. Thank you. I think Eric needs to shut the fuck up. His sons are in the car with him, sharing them, their music, sharing themselves. Open and your just, mind up, mate. Yeah. It's like you should be grateful. In a couple of years' time, like they're going to be, they're not going to want to fucking talk to you. That's a I don't very don't blame good point. Them. I don't blame them. They're good boys. Everyone, sure. You can
1: show them Lou Reed, but every time they, you show them Lou Reed, you have to accept that there's a Lou Reed of this generation. I don't even like Lou Reed that much, to be quite honest. There's someone better than Lou Reed.
3: Ariana Grande
1: is better than Lou Reed.
3: All right. It's true. Okay.
2: All right. I think we've answered that question. Going, Kate, as a twenty-three-year-old still living at home with mum and dad, and who still hasn't used the degree she's graduated from almost two years ago, what kind of advice would you? Uh, that was a burp, Sorry. <laughs> what kind of advice would you give to help me get my shit together and do something with my life? Lots of love, Viv. P.S. If this isn't a stereotypical millennial problem, I don't know what it's. You're
1: not a millennial,
2: are you? You're not a millennial. You're the one below it.
3: You're a Z. Is
2: she a Z? Yeah, I think so. You're 23. I like Gen Zs. I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, also, you're
1: 23. That's fine. Don't worry about oh, it. Oh,
2: Viv, just get out there. Live your life. Live your life. <laughs> Live your life, Viv. Don't worry about it. What were you doing when you were 23, Kat McCartney?
3: I was
1: wearing um, very tiny jeans. And I had a raging eating disorder. Mm. Mm. Good times. Mm. Live your life. For those first few years of our 20s, there would be one year where I was employed as a comedic actress and the next year you would be employed as a comedic actress Mm. until I finally did away with it at 25.
2: When we burnt Channel 7 down, we stood out on the, the street. Uh, what was that street called? Grand Street. We, and we, and we, we, we shot
1: a, 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 an arrow that was a flame into the, into the window of Kerry Stokes' old office. His
2: faux antique wood office and we burnt Channel 7. That's right. To the ground. That's what happened. Can you imagine if we'd done that? Can you imagine? It would be pretty great. Sunrise <laughs> wouldn't exist. <laughs> um. Live your life, Viv. Live your life.
1: I, I don't really, I don't know what to say except you're 23. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and
2: don't worry about like not using your degree. Oh, my God. Like, that's the other you, thing. look at McCartney. I,
1: I, f- I haven't used my degree for f- I, I, like I did it 15 years ago. I still mm. haven't. I have, did finish my Master's of Animation 15 years ago mm. and I, I don't think I've had one conversation about paint-on-glass animation since then, <laughs> unsurprisingly. Every time I try to talk to you, to McLennan about it, mm.
2: you shut me down. I do. I do. I, when my degree, of course, I learned how I studied acting and voice work and tap dancing and archery and did stage you study fighting, archery? I think you did fencing. Sorry, fencing. I got confused. Um, mask work. Um, if
1: you want to give a sense of how privileged my upbringing was. Latte. Oh, that's not, sure. that's, yeah, that's no good. That Commedia del Latte. That thing was is. no good.
2: That's there's Lots some of, things that went wrong in the first crime. six months of drama school that, you know, will be part of an email that gets <laughs> sent some point in the next six okay. months. Um, <clears throat> when I can convince everyone to get behind me. Um I but, see. Um, with my school, one I I obviously I learned how to control my voice control, and one of the exercises that we did with that was where I lay on the floor and all of us had to put our feet like a bug, like a dead bug, feet up in the air, and we had to visualise blowing white, white paint out of our anuses. We had to spray the walls with it. Imaginary, of course. Another day we went to university that I paid for, and we had to hide a set of keys. To what end? Hide a set of keys in the room. It's to have a channel of breath between your mouth and your anus, which is very important when, when you're, you're being in. sexually assaulted by a 54-year-old man on the stage at the Sydney Theatre Company.
1: You are getting ready to bite down into a burger in a Hungry Jack's commercial. Imagine that white paint spewing out of your ass.
2: So what I'm saying is I use what I learnt at university every day. So are you, you, you visualising, is this like kegels? Are you
1: are you visualising
2: spraying paint like when you and I are working opposite each other, every day, occasionally the colour of the paint may change. Of course, if I'm in a slightly it's like a mood ring, you know, like a just a you know a bit of a feisty mood, mm-hmm. a bright orange paint just squirting. Imagine it just squirting out of my little sphincter into your face. <laughs> in oh, my that's beautiful. I'm one of the lucky ones though. You know, that's I study my degree, I use it every day. And that degree um now is worth 75000
3: dollars <laughs> Oh boy. It's
2: almost like the government don't want <laughs> us to do it. It's like
1: I don't think your degree is a good example.
2: It's not. That's in- why I find it I've found it very hard. To talk about it publicly because I'm like I just don't know if I can say that the government should be subsidising my degree. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I, can stand I behind
1: made it. a six minute paint on glass animation about the relentless march of time.
2: Mm. I'm glad that my mum's teaching wage subsidised that. I'm glad. Mm. Yep. Teacher for 35 years, I'm glad her
1: taxes Oh, Please thank your mum. All right for helping me make that masterpiece. <laughs> okay um, I live in Melbourne's north I'm mm-hmm. area the name of the suburb. And one of the best parts is that I occasionally see both McCartney and McLennan at various spots: bars, shops, markets, etc. I don't go to any of them. Okay. I bloody love you gals, but I never have the guts to go and say hey because I'm really not sure what I'd say. It would most likely be a manic rant about how much I've loved everything you've done and end in an attempted photo that would be blurry and neither of us would look good. Any advice on to how uh, as to on how to approach celebrities who you love when you see them on the street or should we leave you the hell alone? Cheers, Jordan.
2: All right, Jordan. Okay. In a pandemic, Jordan. How dare you, Jordan? 1.5 metres away from me, please. Don't you dare
1: go anywhere near us. Firstly, wait a second, when did he write this? 27th of December. Well, that's not relevant. You should know anyway. How dare you, Jordan?
2: My father has. Chronic illness. He's got multiple chronic illnesses. The yes, not Remember has the names forgotten. of all of them? Yes. But he's a very sickly man. What are you doing? Trying to kill McLennan's mum and Jordan? Do you think, Jordan, that you, if you're going to come up to me at the Preston Market or wherever you see me hmm. or Kate McCartney? Not there. You come up to definitely not there. You come up to it's, a, it's a, a pulsating panic attack of a place. So you're going to come up, you're going to give me some hug, you're going to get a photo, you're going to give me COVID-19, then I'm going to go visit my dad and he's going to die, hey, Jordan. That's going to be gonna on die. you, Jordan. And, like, my dad doesn't have any money. It's not like there's some kind of windfall for me at the end of this, Jordan, And you're going to walk around for the rest of your life with a soundtrack to
1: Magnolia playing in your head because of the regret. It's
2: Be your fault, Jordan. Do you want this yes. on your shoulders, Jordan? Of course you don't. Stay away from me. Got two questions left. Okay, all right. Hi, Kate, I'm Rose. I'm 22 and I'm from Tassie. Love Tassie. I love all your work, and the first episode of your podcast was no exception. We've actually recorded two. We've actually recorded we've about seven. Two, Rose, we have recorded about seven, but we've released two, so you can at least listen to the second one, Rose. My question is, how do I tell my girlfriend for the first time that I love her? We've only been together for about six months, and I don't think I've ever actually been in love before. Just said it. Back to my high school boyfriend who I did love but wasn't in love with. Poor guy. This is her saying this. I'm 95% sure that I am actually in love with her and I think that she's probably in love with me too but we're both rubbish at making the first move. So any advice? Thank you so much, Rose.
1: Rose, you're 22. You're not in love with her.
2: Just by virtue of the fact that you have sent us this email, it's very clear, Rose, that you are nowhere near being in love with this woman.
1: Rose, no, by virtue of the fact that she's 22 is very clear that she's nowhere near being in love with this person. And I'm not saying this. I will follow your generation of people into battle as long as you just tell me what to do because you're a lot smarter and faster
3: Mm.
1: than I am. Mm. No issue. Huge amount of respect. Huge amount of respect. You have to save us Mm. because my knees are sore Mm. and my brain is like a a wet rag mm. by this point, just a waterlogged fucking sponge. Mm. I, I do not have any mental acuity. Is that the word? By this point, but you are twenty two, and I, I will. You you do not know about love yet, and I say that with a lot of respect for you and love, which I understand. Um, but you do not. You do not love her,
2: of course. You know my opinion on this. We've talked about this before, perhaps mm. in a podcast that we recorded but didn't release love is a construct um sure. it's you don't actually It's not real rose so look you can make a choice you can say it but it's of absolutely no consequence yeah it's like it's it like saying nothing. that your
1: cat you your cat loves you no they don't they don't have the ability to do you that you just provide them with food you provide them with food and the way that they respond reads like love mm. but you it's can, not love
2: you can absolutely be sexually attracted to somebody yeah. you can also really enjoy someone's company um these are all lovely, wonderful things. Yep. Um, don't underestimate them. Um, you can say you love her. You cannot say you love her. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And um, I will say, though, that I absolutely love my girlfriend. Oh, you are in love, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, but ours is, uh, our love was foretold in the stars or something.
2: Yes, by the cray fisherman. <laughs> by a ghost. <laughs> by the dead crayfish That's Like a lady. ghost.
1: Like a ghost of a crayfish.
2: <laughs> crayfisherman. i on the details. A, a lesbian crayfisherman. I, I might be conflating
1: a came few ideas. To no, you no, in no, a no, dream. no, 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 no. Someone came happened. to you in a dream. No a one relative. came to me into, in a dream. No, she no. Came to
2: Sally in a dream.
1: Nothing happened with a crayfish or a lesbian or <laughs> a dream.
2: I've filled in some gaps. <laughs> yeah. If I've gotten confused between what you've told me and the Tim Winton books. <laughs>
1: Tim Winton. It's just because it's a so story cracked. from
2: Perth, isn't it? Isn't this like a Western Australian story? Yeah, it is a Western Australian story. I will say though that story. we got
1: our numbers or some something. I don't know. Samantha chart, Maiden.
2: Did you get your chart
1: done? Samantha Maiden, the political journalist, did our numbers or did our astro chart or fabulous something like hair. that? she's got fabulous she hair. She does. I'm um, an apparently ours is a love like no other. So
2: now, just to be clear, was to she be talking, it's a, love, it's a love that
1: the world's never seen before. So I apologise that I have a love that has never been experienced before by anyone, right? And none of you cunts get to feel <laughs> this, but that's just how it is. That's just how this this
2: particular love cookies crumbled. Okay.
3: God, okay. I'm happy.
2: Okay. How and you go on, McLennan. I'm very happy with my boyfriend. Of how many years? 9. Your boyfriend of 9, nine years. years. Yep. 9 years.
1: We're very fond of each other. You're just like two cats next to each other. We like each
2: other very much.
1: His instincts align fine.
2: He worships the ground I walk on. Um
1: <laughs> Anyway, okay, let me say this rose to you. Rose. You you can say sure. You can say that you love her. That's fine. But you do need to say it and go, I love you with the caveat that I am 22 years old. And it can change. And it can change.
2: It can absolutely change.
1: So if you say that, then that's going to be fine with me.
3: Hmm.
2: Tazzy's
1: nice though. Lovely spot. Hi, Kate McCartney and Kate McLennan. Hmm. Hello. Um, I'm Tom and I'm a long-time fan of your content, but I need a bit of advice. Hmm. I've recently came out. I've recently came out as being pansexual to my friends. Aww. And it's been quite an okay experience. I only came out at the age of 27 since I want to get into the dating scene. I've never really gotten into relationships due to being a full-time carer through my teens to my early twenties. And I kind of neglected my own life and my body due to it. I'm not in the best shape at the moment. So do you re- recommend I go into the dating scene or lose weight than go into the dating scene? Thanks in advance and all the best. Thomas. Thomas.
2: Shush, 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 shush,
1: shush. Thomas, you shush, shush, shush. shush. You
2: Your beautiful shush. face. Shush.
1: Your beautiful fucking face, Thomas. Shush,
2: shush, shush. You are. Listen to us. Professional, shush, 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 shush. professional shush, shush, shush. advice. Free v-
1: advice. Professional free <laughs> advice. You are a beautiful fucking angel, Thomas. And You deserve every happiness. And I don't like the way you're talking about yourself. Mm. But also I need to note you should just go into these sorts of sexual encounters the way I do. It's none of my business if people find me attractive. Mm. If I don't find myself attractive, that's, that is so not relevant. relevant to other people. I don't find myself attractive but other people find me attractive. Nice. Great. Not
2: a problem. If there were two... V- two versions of you tom yeah and you walked into a bar and the other version of you, you saw you then maybe that version of you might have a valid opinion on how they feel about you but there aren't no two versions of you there is just one of you
1: yeah this isn't a russian novel that's right you're it's just the one of you that's as far right. as we know
2: this isn't some Hayley Mills, <laughs> Hayley
1: Mills, and Haley Mills in the Parent Trap. No, this is it's just you, Thomas. That's an and old you reference. Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay perfect. Lohan in the Parent, parent Trap. Um, you are perfect. Don't worry if you don't find yourself attractive. Someone else is gonna want to fucking get involved with your junk. Yes, they're
3: it's, gonna want to fucking. They're gonna want to blow the lid off that.
2: Yeah, they're gonna want to rip it up. They are going to want to wanna rip make it up. a. It's going to be like a an, an okonomiyaki. It's going to banca- be It's going to be
1: a sexual war zone in there.
2: Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a, a, a splatter. <laughs> <laughs> just you perfect you and perfect them just coming together. Mm. I meant just you know coming together, but hopefully together. also coming together, coming together to come together. We love you, Thomas. We love you, Thomas. Thank you for reaching out to
1: us. Sorry there's a pandemic and that might be affecting things for you. Hopefully you're not in – well, look, hopefully you're in Queensland or mm. WA or the Northern Territory, even mm. they're not doing too badly. Sydney's actually not doing
2: too bad. You mm. can have about, what, 500 people. Thomas might not even be in the country. He might be in New Zealand.
1: That's true, in which case it's fuck city over there.
2: Just Get involved over there. It's
1: great. The only thing I would say if you're in Victoria, you can't fuck anyone, Thomas, except security guards.
2: If you're thinking about fucking have a, a security guard, and I know there's a lot of listeners out there who do mm. and have, I know they're like catnip, aren't they? Is that the right word or is it Victorians, the opposite? Victorians can't help themselves. Fucking motherfucker. Security guard, fucking! I just see them and I'm like, "Fuck! You want to stick my tongue up your ass? I'm just up your nose. It's gonna. I'm gonna
1: get you. I'm gonna stick my tongue up so far up your nose. You're gonna think you're getting tested,
2: mate. Fucking swab, city cunt." Let's wrap the third episode of, what's our podcast called again? Only wrong answers. Only <laughs> wrong answers. As always, um, if anyone has any advice that they like, go. As always, thanks to our sponsors. Our sponsors. Our sponsors, Quickly, Quincy's Sparkling alcoholic Seltzer and also um, Job Security Guide. <laughs> The sexiest security guards out there. We're finishing up. Right. If you have a question, you can send through a question for us through to admin at Yep, And we will absolutely get back to you. 100%, 100% in a timely fashion. 100%. Um, Apologies to people whose emails we couldn't get to, they were too boring. They <laughs> were bad. All right. Thank you to Greg for sitting here.
1: Thanks, Greggy. Thank thank you you to Beans for being a part of it. Beans,
2: McLennan. What are you doing on the weekend? Um, I well, okay. All right. So what I'm going to do this weekend? Okay. So I am going to go. I've got one of those coupon deals, Hmm. Groupon's. I've got a last minute deal to a hotel in the city. Do you? Yeah. And I'm going. To a hotel. Yeah. And I'm going to have a spa bath. Sounds lovely. And then I'm just going to go knock on some doors yep. of that hotel yeah. and just see if anyone wants to come in and join me in the spa. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do this I weekend, really, Kate McCartney? I'm,
1: I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. Okay. I've asked you and then I haven't really thought about it. So this was a good way to end. It, it was such a good way. <laughs> I am. I'm um, I'm going to I'm going to meet up with the girls.
2: Oh, you're going to go meet up with the girls. Mm.
1: Yeah. And we're going to go it's um someone's wedding soon. It's um I need to someone's think of a girl's go. name. Um Car- Carmel. It's Carmel's wedding. <laughs> you know Carmel, you know yeah. how I have a friend?
2: Or yeah. Carmel. It's her wedding. Yeah. So we're going to hit we're going to hit the clubs. Oh yeah.
1: And Get I'm on it as I'm, a
2: last hurrah for yeah. Carmel. I'm just going to
1: Pack my nostril full of cocaine. Uh huh. And then I'm going to, um, I'm going to spew. Good. On the straight. Good. On Smith Street, did yep. you say? And uh-huh. then we're going to, I don't know, do some things with dicks because
2: dicks yep. are hilarious. They're very funny. They're so fucking funny. Dick straws, dick head. It's just going to be That's... really heteronormative. Yeah. Love because it. Because you're a heteronormative gal, I mean, aren't you?
1: I find dicks funny and intimidating.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, I love the gender binary.
2: Mm. You do. You're
3: mm. always
1: talking
2: about it. I Love it. It's
1: because I fucking it. love it. Mm. Um and that's that's what I'm gonna um I'm I'm just gonna do that and then I'm gonna I'm gonna
2: call my boyfriend
1: mm.
2: at about nine AM mm.
1: and break up with him.
2: Good. Good. Yeah. we always say leave him. So that's good. And that's then cool. I'm
1: so that sounds like a pass out. And a, a gutter big and then weekend. I'm gonna
2: wake up in hospital.
1: Oh. And then a doctor's gonna come in and say, You have gastritis. Yeah. Cause I think you've got an alcohol problem.
2: Yeah. Okay. I don't And you then that it's gonna be a rough, rough
1: kind of six months. And
2: yep. then eventually
1: I'm gonna repair my relationship with my family. Uh-huh. And um I'm gonna be better for it. Okay. But it's gonna
3: be rough.
2: So were you reading a script that you found of mine? <laughs> I well I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Mm. Um my kid's staying at my parents' house for the weekend. Yep. And so my partner and I are just going to I can't wait for this. Just fuck City. Yep. He's gonna
1: Dust till dawn, isn't
2: it? He's gonna get his penis. Yeah. I love him. Cause and um I wouldn't normally tell this story, but I know that you love hearing about your girlfriend's heterosexual sex stories. Yeah, you love you my love girlfriend. Her. As in, I'm your girlfriend. You're As not, in, mate. I'm, like, I'm not you. Yeah, you're
1: just my friend. I don't know. I don't you know, know what your uh, gal pals. If if that's why gal you, that's why you were coming over your here. gal pals. You've been coming over here for the wrong reason.
2: Sorry. I know you. You love hearing this. I love it. So he's gonna, he's gonna pop his penis <laughs> in my vagina. Yeah. And then he's going to do a big spoof.
3: Big, splodge, big spoofs.
2: isn't he? Big spoofs. Yep.
1: Just. Like a scene enemy.
2: Yeah. Just in that
1: spawning I he's season. I going do
2: like 20 cums. <laughs> At least.
1: <laughs> over the course of a beautiful 12 hours.
2: I'm going to need to pop in a pad. When the moon's right. <laughs> and then I'm going to pick my kid up on Sunday. <laughs> I and then we're going to have a family dinner. I'll make a rainbow rice. pizza. Pizza <laughs> night. <laughs>
1: pizza. Watch Moana.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh
3: god! All
2: right, that's enough of that.
1: Um, we'll see you later.
2: podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network
1: visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's it's up to you
0: (laughs) ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well